Welcome back to the 1% Academy Podcast, where we are striving to get 1% better every single day. Brought to you by 1% Athletics, and I am your host, Carson Lee. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to today's show. I have a great message that I want to share with you guys today on the one key when it comes to getting recruited to play college baseball. But before we get into that message, all I want to ask of you guys, in return of you guys listening to the episode... I just ask that you share this with your friends, share it on social media. By doing this, this is going to create an organic traffic to the show and create organic listeners. And that is how the show is going to grow. If I do a good job, if you enjoy the show, if you get something of value, I ask that you share this with a friend. And if I don't, well, in return, the show is not going to grow. So that's all I ask. Post it on social media. Tag me so that I can reshare it on my profile at Carson Lee 5 on Instagram. And that way I can reshare it and you can post it to your audience. And that is what I ask in return for you listening to the episode. But now let's go ahead and jump into the message I have for you guys today when it comes to getting recruited to play college baseball. Now, when it comes to getting recruited, the number one key that plays into the whole part of the equation is your grades. What do your grades look like? Guys, I can't stress this enough. When a college coach... When I, even when a scout calls one of your coaches, whether that's your high school coach, your summer travel coach, maybe it's a hitting coach for you guys that do one-on-one lessons, whenever they reach out to anybody as a source of a reference to run a background on you, to see who you are, the first thing they're going to ask about are your grades. That's going to be their, the most important thing they're going to be curious about. For one, whenever it comes to playing in college, a college coach is not going to want somebody that he cannot trust to be on the field. If you can't pass school during high school and you can't stay eligible, you're ruining your chances with college coaches when it comes to these guys trusting you to, to have a full 16-hour, 18-hour class schedule, a full college schedule for a college student on top of tutoring, on top of hours and hours of practice, hours of early work, mandatory weight room, study hall, all these things that go into being a college athlete. If he can't rely on you to make grades and stay eligible when you have all those extra responsibilities on your plate as a college athlete, he's going to have no interest in recruiting you. Guys, do you know that this is on a 4.0 GPA scale, but if you have a 4.0 GPA, you can go to 94% of universities around the country. As far as your application status with you know sending in an application with the school and getting accepted into the university. Because remember, during the recruiting process, when you are getting recruited, just because a college coach recruits you, just because he offers you you know, a spot and you can verbally commit or you can sign a national letter of intent, you still have to be accepted into the university as a college student outside of the athletics department. And the college coach, the athletics department, they have no control over who the university accepts into school once you send in your, your college application. So you have to remember how your grades play a vital part of this equation. Because the higher your GPA is, the higher your ACT, your SAT test scores are, the better chance you're going to give yourself as far as getting accepted into these schools. And obviously on the GPA scale, as that GPA goes down, so does that percentage of schools that you will be able to to get accepted into. This is something that you guys need to be prideful of 
And keep in the back of your mind that being a college athlete or getting recruited to play college sports has is not only just about the athletic part of it. These college coaches want to know who you are as a person. They want to know what kind of a student you are. Because ultimately, that is why they are going to give you scholarship money to go to that school for your education. And so if they can't trust you to take care of business in the classroom, how are they going to have very much trust in you to take care of business on the field? to be a leader, to be able to hold your teammates accountable, to not slack off, to be everywhere on time when you're supposed to be there, right? To do all the things that it takes to be a responsible college athlete and to have success on the field. The grades are number one of that. Now, for you guys that are already in high school, if you're a freshman or you're gonna be a freshman within these next two years, you need to take this to heart and you need to be conscious of it and have some pride when it comes to your grades because you will be able to start high school fresh with this information, with hearing this message, and your GPA will obviously start you know, at zero and you will be able to work it up from your very first report card that affects that GPA. Because your freshman year set the direction for what your GPA is gonna end up being at the end of your senior year. That's when your, your, your class credit hold the most weight affecting your GPA. So your freshman year, is the most important time when getting a good GPA starting point scale, you know, on the scale. You guys that are later on, sophomores, juniors, the class credits are not gonna affect your GPA as much, but if you're hearing this message, you still have time to be able to turn it around, okay? Start taking pride in your grades, do your homework. If you need a tutor, if you need someone to help you study, guys, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody struggles with a, with subjects or a subject in school, right? That's why it's called learning because you don't know it yet and you have to go through the process that it takes to learn something, to, you know, reading, taking notes, going over those notes, all those things that go into it. So don't be afraid to ask for help because at the end of the day, you got to remember that it's your baseball career on the line, your baseball future. Do you want to be able to play past just high school? So if you're a sophomore, junior, you need to go ahead and start applying yourself because even though the credits don't affect your GPA as much, it still can boost it a few points, which you never know could be the difference between getting accepted and being denied. Seniors, man, <laughs> you're kind of kind of tough for you guys, but at the same time, if you're a senior, you know you should be starting to wind down options of where you're gonna gonna play. It's it's very late in the recruiting game. For those of you that don't know my story, I did not end up signing to play college baseball until after my senior year, and I wound up going to junior college. Now, guys, if you're a senior and your grades don't look so good, you know you didn't take them serious at the beginning of your high school career, junior college is an option, and it's fairly easy to get into junior college schools, universities, on community community college campuses because the standards for getting accepted are fairly low as far as GPA and your ACT and SAT score. So that was one of the reasons why I wanted to go to JUCO. You know, I was an A and B student. Going to junior college gave me an opportunity to kind of reset my GPA because once you go to college, you get a new GPA. So gave me a chance to reset my GPA and get all my general class credits done. You know, the Englishes, science, the math, all that kind of stuff. And so I, you know, I'm a big proponent of junior college. So for you seniors, it's it's late in the game and maybe you don't have very many opportunities come. Just remember that at the end of your senior year, junior college is an op option and there's no shame in going to junior college. I'll tell you that you'll have some of the most fun of your life playing junior college baseball because 
it's a grind. You're with your teammates all the time. It's pretty much just baseball only. There's no restrictions on how much you can practice like there are for NCAA Division One, Division Two, and Division Three. You know, you live on the baseball field, and um, I, I would, I encourage everybody to go to junior college. But that's we'll 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 talk about that on a different separate podcast. Like I said today, I wanted to talk to you guys about grades, just so you guys can understand. Me personally, I was an AB student, like I mentioned. But ultimately, I went to junior college. I had opportunities to go to four-year universities out of high school, but it's just not what I wanted to do. My ACT score was a 21, and I do not remember what my SAT score was. You know, I was able to get accepted into universities that's making A's and B's. I wanted you guys to make sure y'all understood the importance of grades because when these college coaches are bringing you into their program, they want to make sure that you're a responsible student. They want to make sure that you're somebody that they can count on, especially if they're going to give you a lot of scholarship money. They want to make sure that's going somewhere where they're going to get their investment out of you. And if you're not eligible, if you're not on the field, not only are you letting your coach down, but you're letting the rest of your team down too. And you're going to end up losing scholarship money. I can tell you that. If you know if you go to school and you slack off and you already got scholarship money, and not only that, maybe you're probably not performing on the field, you're not going to keep that money. So just remember that every test you take, every quiz you have, every assignment you have, all that is affecting your future. School is not that hard, you guys. I know it's tedious being there for seven, eight hours a day, and it can get boring listening to teachers go through lectures, but you need to put in just at least just the bare minimum effort to make sure you're, you're making A's and B's. It's not that hard. Get your assignments done on time. Don't procrastinate. Don't wait till the last day. Those are all going to be things that are going to affect that grade. And at the end of the day, that's going to affect your GPA and what potential schools may be able to offer you, including how much scholarship they're willing to offer you because they're not going to offer scholarship to somebody that doesn't have grades. So if you have good grades, now you're opening doors for yourself where a school may be willing to give you even more money than what you originally could have gotten out of them. There are course requirements that you have to meet during the recruiting process that goes into effect with your grades. Each NCAA division level has different course requirements, like NCAA Division Three has no general course requirements that you need to be eligible to play Division Three baseball. Those admission standards that you have to meet are all independent of the school that you're getting recruited by. So they all have their individual requirements you have to meet and not a NCAA standard that you have to meet to be eligible. For NCAA Division I, the core course requirements are four years of English, three years of math, two years of science, an additional year of English, math, or science, two years of a social science, four additional years of English, math, science, social science, four additional years of English, math, science, social science, a foreign language, or philosophy. For NCAA Division II core course requirements, all that is is three years of English and math, two years of a natural science, two years of social science, and two extra years of English, math, science, four years of a foreign language, philosophy, religion, any subjects in the additional categories that I just mentioned. And then when it comes to grades, as far as being eligible for NCAA college baseball, there are different minimums that you have to meet. Once again, you guys, you gotta remember that the lower your GPA is, 
the smaller selection of schools you're going to be able to have to attend. But these are the minimums you have to have to meet. Once again, NCAA, NCAA Division Three doesn't have any GPA requirements. Just like the core course, the core courses, the schools themselves set their own admission standards that you have to meet. So this includes GPA as well. There is not a NCAA overall standards that you have to meet for NCAA Division III. For Division One, the minimum GPA is 2.3 and 900 on your SAT or 75 ACT sum score. For Division Two, the minimum GPA is 2.2. This is once again to be eligible to play college baseball and you have to have an 840 SAT or a 70 ACT. NAIA schools guys also have their own rules just like NCAA Division Three, they are different eligibility standards than the NCAA requirements. They are a different level of college athletics outside of NCAA competition. To be eligible as a NAIA freshman, you must meet two of these three eligibility requirements, and that is a minimum score of 18 on the ACT or a 860 on the SAT. You must graduate from high school with at least a 2.0 GPA on a 4.0 scale, and you also must graduate in the top 50% of your high school class. Now guys, remember NAIA schools are a different level from NCAA division levels. The competition is still good in NAIA baseball, and there are actually little pockets of the country that have NAIA schools that are just hotbeds for talent. Guys, I'll tell you all, after playing professional baseball, it does not matter what level of competition you play at because if you're good enough, opportunities will open up for you to continue playing. So I just urge you guys to take care of your grades so that at the end of your high school career, at the end of your senior year, you have the largest selection of schools to attend when it comes time to deciding where you're going to play college baseball. The recruiting process is fun, but it's also very stressful, and you can make it way easier on yourself by taking care of your grades and maximizing the amount of schools that can recruit you. In the next few months, I will be releasing my college course on how to maximize getting recruited to play college baseball if that's something you'll be interested in please send me a message on instagram and i will send you a code to use to get the college course at a discount discounted price once it drops but guys i can't tell y'all like this college course is going to be so in-depth it's going to cover every little aspect of the recruiting process from all the information you need to know with getting recruited but also how to promote yourself, what tools to utilize to maximize your exposure to get seen. And I drop tons of information here, tons of tips, tons of strategies that you can use to market yourself and get seen by college coaches and create opportunities for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you have to go get it yourself. Nobody can do it for you. You need to put in the time, the effort to get yourself seen. And so, this course, guys, is going to be super valuable for y'all, especially you high schoolers, you young guys. This is something you can utilize to start maximizing the amount of exposure you're going to get. So once again, if that's something you're interested in, send me a DM on Instagram. Tell me that you're interested, and I will give you a discounted code to get it at a lower price once it drops here in the near future. It's almost done. 
If you're a listener of the podcast and you would like to support 1% Athletics, where we are striving to get 1% better every single day, guys, that's the mindset. That's the secret to achieving anything you want to achieve. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to put one foot in front of the other every single day. You have to stay persistent. And what you do every single day is going to compound over time. And it's going to add up to get you to where you want to be. Compounding interest is a powerful tool. 1% better. That mindset will allow you to achieve success. Every day you're getting better than the day before. You keep striving. You keep moving forward. If you want to support the brand, use the discount code PODCAST. At checkout, www.1percentathletics.com. Use the code podcast at checkout and you'll get 15% off your order and you will be supporting me, your host. If you get any 1% gear, guys, please tag me on Instagram once again so I can reshare it. This is going to be the end of the podcast. Thank you guys for joining me today. Once again, striving to get 1% better every single day. Take care of those grades, you guys. I will see y'all next time. (laughs) 